Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Yeah. Hey, Jolenta. Hey, Kristen. It has been a while since we last talked with Ari. For real, it's been forever, and I am dying to know if he's still dating. Yeah, I mean, has he found love? The love of his life? Ooh, I don't know. Is Batman jealous? We need (laughs) to check in with him. Yes, and we also need to read some of this listener mail we have piled up here. Uh, Let's do it then. Let's get this We Love You and So Can You follow-up episode underway. After each main episode of We Love You and So Can You, we do a follow-up with the most recent guest because, like you, we're dying to know how they're doing. So last week on our episode, we focused on Ari. He's kind, he's talented, he might be quite handsome, and he was looking to get out there and finally learn how to date at the tender, sweet age of 40. Yes, and after two weeks of living by our prescription, it seemed he was on his way. He began breaking down his walls, facing his fears, opening up, and yes, even dating a bit. Mm-hmm. So I guess we need to see how Ari is doing now. Lindsay, can you get him on the line for us? Hello? Ari? Ari? Hey, Hello. how oh, are you? Oh, my gosh. You know, I am, today is a good day. I'm so glad to hear your voices right now. It's really nice to just be connecting and hearing people. Ditto. Yeah. Love oh. hearing voices that are not mine right now. That's right. Absolutely. 100%. You know what I'm starting <laughs> oh to God. feel like? I'm starting to feel like those people that when we first met you, you would kind of remotely date. Like, you know, yes. where you wouldn't oh meet gosh. them in person. Yeah. I, it's, it's, like I, it's like I bequeathed it upon all of us. <laughs> and now we're all remote boyfriends. Oh, yes. God. But I'm uh, curious. I know Jolenta and I are both curious about, you know, what's happening since we last talked with you. Like, I mean, we imagine that some things are probably the same and some are different, <laughs> but maybe everything's like totally different because of, you know, COVID and everyone's right. socially yeah. distancing. It, it's just so bizarre. It's surreal and it's nuts, you know, for everybody, um, myself included. What is it like dating right now? Are you still actively trying it? Are you going on online dates, doing pen pal stuff? What is it looking like? Yeah, I mean, I am. I'm I'm finding like it's a mix of some online virtual date night activities. Like it could be everything from you know, streaming uh, a movie or a, or a TV show and just like having a, a fun discussion about it and laughing and like just connecting in that way and catching up and, and seeing how each other are managing. And then I've had, I've definitely had a few socially distanced, like, you know, they're like, oh, six feet, you know, be six feet Mm -hmm. apart. I'm like, let's be 10 feet apart. (laughs) Cause I'm like, (laughs) you know, let's try that. And making sure that it's out, obviously that it's outside. Um, 
partially just because the fresh air just feels good. And right. I just, you know, confined spaces in, in New York are not great. Uh, so yeah, I feel like I have been finding myself doing it virtually and also in, uh, a socially respectable real life scenario. <laughs> nice. Wow. It sounds like it's made you like more resourceful instead of like retreating back to purely internet. Like I like it. Well, yeah. And every, you know, every gay man wants to be verse, right? So, um, there's <laughs> right, that. Right. <laughs> I can communicate in any way possible. I'm super versatile. Yeah. Yeah. I can Skype, I can FaceTime, I can look at you from across the street, whatever you want. Yeah, great. It's all perfect. I love it. <laughs> this is so interesting. You really seem like it, you're very like out of your head, it sounds like, or you're doing a good job of of like self-soothing and keeping yourself busy and active and like focusing on other people and like doing good. Um, I'm super impressed. Yeah, a mentor of mine said something recently that's really hit me a lot is... It's very simple. And it's just like, it's not just about me. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, wow, that's, that's so powerful. And then something else that he had said was, um, which I've been repeating and believing none of this is easy. This every day, I'm like taking it a day at a time, just like a lot of people are sometimes even an hour at a time, you know? Yeah. But, um, I, I'm repeating a lot. Um, uh, I have everything that I need. I have everything so that nice. I need. And it's just like that. simple, like not complicated words and like things are like super grounding for me. Mm -hmm. When we first met with you, you made a lot of negative statements about yourself. I mm -hmm. can't oh my date. God, yeah. I'm bad at this. There was a lot of loud exhalation. Um, oh. You know, we, oh, a lot of groaning, a lot of uh -huh. I'm a loser sort of talk. And to hear you be a little gentler with yourself after all this. It just, it's so reassuring to hear you talk about yourself like this versus yeah. when we first met you. That's, wow. That's, I didn't even, that's cool. Cause it's like, it's so, I'd rather help someone else than help myself. Totally. Like I'm, I'm just much more comfortable just being like, great, what do you need? Great. I'll be there. Great. You know what I mean? And then, yeah. but helping myself is just like, it makes me viscerally <laughs> want to throw up. So, um, <laughs> That's so interesting to hear. I mean, today's like, I'm so, I'm so grateful. I'm like, I'm grateful, really grateful. I'm grateful we get to have this conversation that I've like met two people who I legit consider role models for being like real humans, you know, and we like, feel the same way about you. Oh, thanks. Ah. This is <laughs> where everyone's like, oh, turn Taylor. this fucking off. No, but it's, um, it is, it's like, it, this it's such a strange it's like you know the internet now like right now is is overloaded with people desperate to connect you know like which is just totally. so fascinating to me and and they're also like openly searching for true authenticity and like really genuine connections so but it sounds like it sounds like you're doing a really great job of connecting with people you're connecting with totally your friends you're connecting like better than a lot of people yeah and you're really? connecting oh, romantically okay. I mean you've been going yeah. on dates still yeah and I think that in a lot of cases people might retreat back into their old ways of distancing exactly. right now and if people are doing that we totally understand why this is like an odd situation the best excuse ever yeah yeah so, so what I'm curious about now, Ari, is, I mean, you are doing such a great job connecting with so many folks. 
Does this mean that you're feeling more optimistic right now about your romantic life? Um, how are you feeling? Um, I'm kind of, yeah, I guess I would compare to like when I first started, I think I am. It kind of comes and goes to, if I'm going to be honest, it comes and goes in waves just because I think, oh, I know that I have, uh, I and like so many people have really pressing concerns, which is literally like survival (laughs) right now. So, and so, yeah, I think I'm, uh, definitely, noticing in spite of all the madness and chaos and uncertainty i feel bizarrely i'm noticing more moments of feeling grounded and and in my body so this brings us of course around to our number one question the reason we're here the reason you came to us in the first place which is when we first met with you you said you did not know how to date how do you feel about things now? How do you feel about your perception of yourself um, all these weeks later since we last talked with you? I think I do. I mean, I think Yay! it's pretty simple. Yes, like, yes, clapping. Yes. He knew all along. <laughs> yeah, I think I do. I mean, it's like, you know, look, look, it's really hard. It's a hard thing to do. It's a hard thing to do when it's not under these like batshit bonkers. Yeah, when the scenario. world isn't falling apart. Right. And, and it's hard to do when it is. So it's hard for a lot of people. It's probably hard for most people, but it doesn't mean I can't do it. And also like, I, you know, look, not everyone's going to like me. I'm not going to like everyone and that's okay. And that's actually good because, you know, it creates space for, for people in my life and for people in other people's lives. So how hard would it be to date if every time anyone met anyone else, they became obsessed with each other? Right. Like we can't like everyone. We get nothing done. Right. That would be exhausting. Oh my God. I'm tired thinking about it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it's, you know, look, it's like, I, I think it's that, um, I am in the process of accepting that I am a work in progress, you know, I'm a human being, not a human, like, doing. Oh, Jolenta, I am so pleased with how well Ari is doing. Um, I think Ari is my Zen master now. I'm... I'm obsessed. He's still finding ways to connect with others, and I think we all have something we could learn from him. Oh, totally. And um, hey, reminder, you can connect with us. Do you want to be the next Ari? We can sit down with you, talk over your predicament, and give you a two-week self-love prescription if you just reach out to us at weloveyoupod at gmail.com. Tell us what's going on with you, and we'll see if we can help. That's weloveyoupod at gmail.com. All right, we're going to take a quick break, but when we're back, we'll hear from some of you out there and your thoughts on the Ari episode. Hey, Kristen. Yeah, Jolenta. I know that we were both pretty bummed that our How to Be Fine book launch party, the In Real Life one, got canceled. But guess what? We now have a virtual book launch party. 
Woohoohoo! Yes, we do. It's going to be conducted by Zoom and hosted by the great Ann Bogle, aka Modern Mrs. Darcy, who hosts What Should I Read Next? That's right. You can join us as part of Modern Miss Darcy's stay-at-home book tour on Friday, April 10th at 12 noon Eastern. And to attend, you just need to sign up at the website, which is modernmrsdarcy.com slash stay-at-home-book-tour. Again, that's modernmrsdarcy.com slash stay-at-home-book-tour. Or you can just click the link in our show notes and it'll take you there. See you then. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. All right, we are back and we have some listener mail for y'all. And first and foremost, a lot of you wanted to say that Ari is not alone. It turns out there are a lot of people out there who feel like they just straight up do not know how to date. Yeah, Mike wrote this. I feel attacked by this episode. No, but seriously, I think part of my problem is that I keep thinking I need to fix myself first and my situation before I start dating. But that's probably just my subconscious dangling the carrot in front of my face. Ooh. Yep. That's very self-aware, Mike. I know. I'm I'm impressed. I I'd say my therapist would say, like, there is no fixing yourself. And I guess we say that as well. Like, we're always a work in progress. There's no like, once I do this, this, and this, I'll be a whole person. So you might as well just freaking date. <laughs> that's such a good mindset. It is such a good mindset. I have to say that I think I used to be a lot like Mike. And I mean, specifically, I was really scared of like, oh, I don't want to see a relationship as a way to fix myself and validate myself. I need to learn how to fix myself and validate myself first. Um, And I worked and worked and worked on that. But as your therapist says, the fixing never stops. (laughs) It just keeps going and going. So you may as well do it with a partner. Yeah, you can. You can. Absolutely. You deserve it. Yes. I also like this letter we got from CJ who says, I definitely don't know how to date. Some might say I'm a serial girlfriend. My shortest relationship thus far was two years, and I tend to jump right into long-term relationships. And I haven't really ever gone on a date with someone I wasn't in a relationship with. I don't know. I've always dated guys who were my good friends first, so the thought of going out to dinner with a complete stranger or any kind of date, quote unquote, for that matter, is completely terrifying to me. I'm now single again for the first time in two and a half years, and I panic at the thought of dating apps or starting over. LOL. (laughs) That's one of those LOLs added at the end, like, "Ah, I'm terrified. Yeah, like, oh my gosh. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, CJ, I feel you. The only real boyfriend I've ever had is the person I married, and we were like messed up friend fuck buddies for a year before that. Like, I feel you. Yeah, I mean, I don't think this is uncommon, actually. Um, I know a lot of people who say this is the case, especially people who are younger, who are in their teens and 20s, and everything oh, yeah. kind of started as a hookup at the party of a friend or in the dorm or what have you, or, you know, getting together with the other interns or, you know, the the we're all just drunk and partying together. We accidentally end up in bed. Oh, we're a couple. Exactly. Or, or exactly. we're friends, and or, or are we really friends? Or we're kind of friends. Oops, we had sex. I guess this, that we're dating now. Yeah, I don't think that's yeah. uncommon at all. Yeah, totally. I don't think you're like a failure at dating if your relationships haven't been the like we meet as perfect strangers at a dinner table. Like you're fine. Yeah, and you know you can always start doing that if you want to. There's lots of yeah, ways to and date. It's not the end of the world too. Like you can still try it. Yeah, you can learn how to do that as well. There's lots of ways to date. There's no right or wrong way to do it, as long as it's all consensual, right? Mm-hmm. Hard agree. <laughs> now, some of you out there, like Ari, also wanted to say that you tend to put up walls. Jalenta, you and I both talked about this in our own histories in prior right. episodes of We Love You and So Can You. If you want to hear about our walls, go back and listen to some bonus episodes. They're, they're definitely there. We have walls aplenty. Oh, so many. But our listeners do, too. Right. Lauren had this to say, Ari, you are not alone. I am also someone who tends to do the pen pal version of dating. I'll write back and forth with a handsome stranger forever, never meeting. Until recently, I told myself that it was just too hard to find the time to meet in real life or that these were real relationships when they weren't. But your episode really drove home something I was already thinking. Maybe I'm just scared. Scared of being disappointed in person. Or worse, scared of being a disappointment to them. I think I need to follow your lead and chip away at my walls. Mm, yeah. I mean, it's tough. You know, in my early days of online dating, I remember going through that thing where I would write back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And Oh, the romance you can build up in your head can be totally. It, it can feel so real and it can feel bigger than anything. And then you can meet them in real life and be so disappointed. So, yeah. why not just avoid that disappointment by never meeting? But, you know, then is that really what you want? Maybe it is for some people. But if what you want is a real partner that you can hold hands with and, you know, gaze at across the table, then you're not really going to get that with a pen pal. No, it takes a leap of faith, which is hard because it's, sometimes it feels hard to have faith in humanity. <laughs> it can be scary. It can be scary. And, you know, that's what walls are about, right? Is like dealing with that fear in maybe not the most productive way. Right, and, right, um, right. Yeah. Uh, here's someone else who also puts up walls, but in a slightly different way than Ari. Jessica says, I've recently come to terms with the fact that I have intimacy issues, nothing like social distancing to make you realize your problems. I think they've always been there, but I'm just realizing now that this is a pattern of mine. I have a hard time opening up, letting people in, and letting my walls down. But unlike Ari, this isn't how things start. It's where they end, usually around two years into a relationship, or when it becomes clear things are getting very serious. These issues definitely contributed to the end of my last relationship, among other things, and I don't want that to happen again. Any advice or resources would be greatly appreciated. Ooh, man, that's a toughie. Yeah. 
Um, Jessica, I, I'm just going to say, I think I had a pattern like this in the past. <laughs> um, for a long time, my relationships lasted almost exactly one year. And interestingly, one of my exes, his relationships always seemed to end at exactly two years. And um, at one point, a therapist said to me, that's because that's where the fantasy ends and the work begins. Oh. Or where you're no longer relying on the endorphins and the simulated mental illness that being in love in the early days creates. Um, you know, when your hormones are going wacky and your yeah, when your not- body's like, I'm high on a person. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And then after that first year or those first two years, it kind of moves past that, like, I'm high all the time into like, ooh. Now what? So, Jessica, I was, you know, just going to say, according to my therapist, this is very common. It's not just me, not just that ex, not just you. A lot of people, apparently, when, you know, we reach that stage of one or two years, have the same problem. And so, Jolenta, do you have any ideas for resources for Jessica? I think for me, when it comes to emotional intimacy, this is going to sound so cliche, but it comes to like getting to know yourself first. Cause like, how do you even know how, how to be open or what to share if you haven't like touched in with yourself? Um, and I don't know how to do it very well, but you know, gratitude helps just like remembering what you love about life, what you're grateful for, like knowing what you die for. Those are all ways I like check in with like, what am I about? And then it's a lot easier for me to sort of have those deeper communications and like connect on a more emotional level so I don't just get like super bored in my relationship. I was also going to propose doing something totally terrifying, yeah. which might be just telling your partner, I'm reaching a point where I'm getting really scared. And Whoa. can we talk about this? I know it sounds terrifying. It sounds like maybe so way too much scary. vulnerability. I, I don't know. know. <laughs> it's so scary, but... Maybe they're scared too, and maybe you can work on it together. Maybe you can come up with strategies together. Like, when I'm scared, can um, you remind me of this? Or can we do this to try and, you know, work as a team together as we go forward into the next step in our relationship? Whether that thing is like making sure that every week you do something that is new or writing each other love letters every week, whatever it needs to be to help you maybe feel a little bit less scared as you move into the next phase and not keeping your partner away from that fear, but maybe including them in it. Wow, I love it. So sort of like ask for help. Maybe. Or just see a therapist too. Just communicate. (laughs) The ultimate form of asking for help from a professional. Absolutely. Um, Okay, I want to talk about another subject, which is a lot of our listeners wrote in to share the tips that they use to feel more confident when they're dating. And I love this. And Ari, as listeners recall, did not feel confident in dating. So maybe he can use some of these tips as he continues on his dating journey. Yeah, maybe we can find some hot, hot, hot mantras. Yes. Um, (laughs) Christina says... I recommend taking self-love seriously and keep dating joyful. I remind myself that I've gone through the hardest shit of my life alone. So now it comes down to who I want to share my better days with. Oh, I really love that. I love that. That's so smart. Yeah. And if the toughest, shittiest days are in the past, whoever you're with, oh my God, what joy do they get? They get you during the best days. That's fantastic. They're a lucky I love person. It. Yeah. Who doesn't want better days? And yeah. 
how nice is it to also acknowledge like you've pulled yourself through a bunch of garbage throughout your life, like all by yourself. You're super brave and like way more capable than you usually think too. just to remind yourself of your worth and like what you've accomplished. Yeah. I love this one from Jim. Jim says, you know how Ari's friend Tim told him to give what you want or something along those lines? I try to do some version of that. I know that I want someone who's optimistic and joyful, and so I try to go into every date being optimistic and joyful as well. If I'm not embodying what I want, how can I expect anyone else to? Oof. Oh, damn. Jim. Wow. So smart. Yeah, love it. Yeah, and um, bring the things to the table that you want. Um, not just for dating, but for your own happiness. You yeah, know, for in real. General. Also, like joy and optimism are great things in life and dating life. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, love that, Jim. I like this one from Dara, who says, I remind myself that it's never too late. People in retirement villages fall in love. Hell, people in nursing homes fall in love. If they can, so can I. Lovability doesn't have an expiration date. Yes, yes, yes. This is one of those moments where I wish I could snap. I want to snap for Dara. Yes, Wait, I'll, yes, I'll yes. try. Thank you. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. <laughs> yes, I yes, yes. I love it. It's so true. There are like STD outbreaks at nursing homes. Like people are getting laid left and right. Yeah, there is so much love out there at any age. There's always love. Yeah, it's not like suddenly we wake up one day and it's like, oops, I'm not lovable anymore. It's all over with because I'm, I don't know, 45, 85, 105. None of that's like, true. Like, oh, I hit 70. My puss fell off. Like, nah. <laughs> no, it didn't. It's still there. Still there. <laughs> On that beautiful note, we are going to take another quick break. But when we come back, we're going to share our We Love You recommendations for the week. And we're going to give you a little preview of next week's episode. So stick around. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate. Pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Here you are. BPMs high, sweat dripping, body moving, tongue panting. You're working hard, real hard, and you're thirsty. You need vitamins, nutrients for peak performance and energy. And your plants do too. Aw, I mean, just look at the little guy. Water-soluble plant food from miracle Grow is full of essential nutrients. Just a little scoop into your watering can and boom, instant feeding and bigger, more beautiful plants. It's kind of like a sports drink for your plants. You may have to suffer from heat, but your plants do not. We are back, and now it's time for our We Love You recommendations for the week. These are things that filled our hearts with joy this week. Jolenta, what's your recommendation? Okay. My recommendation, something that's really been helping me get by in these social isolation times, both in acknowledging it, but also being a beautiful distraction from it, is the podcast Juicy Scoop with Heather McDonald. Uh, if you like reality shows, I recommend listening. If you don't, I don't know how fun it will be, but she talks about just all the juicy things going on from like juicy news stories to juicy Vanderpump rules gossip. And she has fun interviews, but she also is like just a funny, real person who talks about like 
watching her son get in trouble over Zoom school and like hearing her kid get yelled at by the teacher. It's like very fun. And for those of you who also feel like you have trouble dating, she has the best stories about dating gone awry. And uh, she has a series called Serial Dater that she did a few seasons ago, all about like dating nightmares. So you can listen to it if you're like Ari or someone like Ari and be like, wow, I thought I didn't know how to date. These people don't know how to date. It's really (laughs) cathartic. Highly recommend it. Juicy scoop. Check it out. Kristen, what's your recommendation? All right. My recommendation this week is Brooklyn Nine-Nine, the workplace comedy that takes place at a police precinct right here in Brooklyn, New York. As you may recall, Ari was saying that when he grew up, he didn't have a lot of role models for how his romantic future could look. Well, Brooklyn Nine-Nine has a very good pair of role models in it in the form of precinct captain Raymond Holt and his husband, Professor Kevin, who is head of the classics department at Columbia University. They are loving, funny, a little older. And like Ari, they also have a furry friend, but not a cat, a Welsh corgi named Cheddar. And in my opinion, they are the best, funniest couple on the show, which is saying a lot because there's a lot of funny pairings on the show and unpairings. So um, I highly recommend checking out Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And even if you're not somebody who is looking for romance, don't worry. The show is mostly, as I said, an ensemble workplace comedy. It's got a multicultural cast. It's got great writing. It's frothy. It's comforting, especially during times like now. I've been really enjoying just watching the whole back catalog of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I love it. I've never watched an episode. I might need to check it out. Oh, my God. You need to because Chelsea Peretti, everybody says she looks just like you. Everyone's like, oh. I I wish I looked like her, but yes, I love her. Yes. Check it out. The show is so fun and frothy and just, you know, it's, it's like a hot cup of cocoa in a time that you need some cocoa and some marshmallows. I love it. So uh, those are our We Love You recommendations for the week. They're what are getting us through. Um, But now, Kristen, it's time. Yes, it's time when we give everyone out there a brief teaser of next week's episode. I have lost over 120 pounds. I thought losing weight would help me feel better, and it didn't. I just think it almost made me feel more lame than anything else, and... Just, I don't know. I was left with myself, which I hear is pretty cool, but I haven't uh, gotten on board with that idea. So I don't don't know. That's Nastasia. Will we kick those lame feelings in the ass? Will we help her to realize those rumors about her being cool are actually true? Or are we just going to help her start rumors about someone else? If so, can they be about me? Uh, Maybe. You'll have to listen next week to find out. And that's it for this episode of We Love You and So Can You. Our producer is Lindsay Cradwell. Our editor is John Delore. Daisy Rosario is our executive producer. Chris Bannon is our chief content officer. And Casey Holford composed our theme song and mixed this episode. Stay in touch. Do you have thoughts on a recent episode? Do you have a predicament you need help with? Our email address is weloveyoupod at gmail.com. And you can tweet at us at weloveyoupod at Jalenta G, or at Kristen Meinzer. You can also leave us a voicemail message at 
love171. That's 601-568-3171. And if you could, please rate us and review us in Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. It helps other people to find the show. And if you haven't already, also just tell a friend about the show. Help us spread the we love you love. Until next time, I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm Jalenta Greenberg. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Oh, and remember, we love you. And so can you. Thank you Thanks so for- much for what? <laughs> I was saying it too. You oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Thanks Thank for you. listening. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> you said go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Stitcher. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.